I've got nothing to lose but my apathy The root of the problem has been isolated Just trust me, okay? This is Michael, and I am joined once again with the lovely, fabulous, in the beginning of a burgeoning career, Channing Becker. How are you? I'm great. What was that word? Burgeoning. Ooh. Yes. That is actually not a $15 word. That would be a $75 word. Okay. You're welcome. Add it to your vocabulary. (laughs) Scrabble. For when you go on to medical school. So we're going to also say hello to the fabulous in the background, as always, holding this entire program up in the air the fabulous long legs lizzo thank you michael love you boo so we just finished a fantastic segment where we were talking about vaccinations and what's going on with covid and then ended with mental wellness let's move into another area that i know you were very passionate about talking about so a celebrity recently came forward she just so happens to be plus size but she has come forward identifying as anorexic And she has gotten slammed by fans, quote unquote, uh, the media. And it's because she is extra, I guess, what would it be like 200 pounds overweight or Mm -hmm. something like this. But they're not understanding that anorexic is not a look. Yeah. It is something that is wrong with you. Like last time we were like, <laughs> looks like he eats Oh, keto, keto diet. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it looks okay, like he is yeah, keto. Exactly. Yeah. Like so looking anorexic today, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. So, okay. So mm-hmm. what do people need to understand that maybe they, I think fundamentally people understand, okay, so anorexic, not eating, bulimic, throwing it up. Binging. They get that. So what are some of the other misnomers about anorexia that people don't understand? That you are unhealthy. Um, Anorexia, it doesn't make you necessarily unhealthy. There's a certain body fat percentage that you get down to and that can, but anorexia is more of the starvation and eventually it does turn into, it is a disease and it does turn into unhealthy um, side effects from not eating but uh, not everybody who's anorexic looks unhealthy. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it also that this is a form of both of these are a form of body dysmorphia? Sure. You're looking in the mirror yeah. and you are freaking out. Sure. And it could be realistic or not. But the point is you're going about getting to what you want to look at mm-hmm. all in the wrong way. Sure. Yes. So have you dealt with a lot of cases of people encountered it, you know, at the you know, your your job or in training people when you were a personal trainer with this issue? I actually have not. Um, I know a lot about it because it's part of our training um, and it's within our scope of practice to uh, address those issues, address basic nutritional um, guidance. We can't uh, tell people what to eat, but then you ask all the questions about what they're eating. I do have somebody who doesn't eat a lot and doesn't go to the bathroom. Technically, she... I would say she could be diagnosed as anorexic, but... um, Yeah, what does it take to get a diagnosis of anorexia? What has to be wrong? Is there like a mental state in place there? Or what ends up happening? Do you have any idea? It's uh, you're Well, sometimes it's diagnosed too late. Okay. And when the organs start shutting down. Because there's no food. Because there's there's no nutrients, you start having mental illness problems, like... uh, um, delusions, uh, kind of uh, fatigue, major fatigue, uh, 
headaches and all those things start happening and sometimes organs start shutting down because you don't have enough body fat and that's when you become really really skinny from it um or emaciated really Mm -hmm. um but sometimes it's diagnosed so late because nobody comes forward and says i'm not eating right well and that's what i was gonna say too so when we were just talking previously about like you know undiagnosed mental health issues and things like this and then there's like red flags that you can kind of look at what would be some red flags for someone who's maybe dealing with someone that has an or is anorexic but just doesn't know um actually anorexics are uh pretty anorexics i don't think that's the right term people with anorexia um Excuse me on that one. Uh, they they isolate themselves. Okay. They isolate themselves a lot because they're hiding. They the, think people are going to find them out. It's it's like an addiction to not eating. Interesting. It's, it's almost like another form of, of addiction. So so other than like I guess just seeing because here's the thing right. So I've seen people that are very very uh, fair looking. I guess you would say like very thin, mm-hmm. frailish. Yeah. But. I see them eat all the time. Right. So that's why, like, just seeing that is not necessarily indicative. No. So it's behaviors that okay. are indicative. It's not the looking at the person, it's their isolation, depression. Um, uh, anorexic people will make excuses not to go to social functions. So it's almost like depression, but it, it also has a nutritional factor. So it's depression with a nutritional pr- factor. Uh, there's a lot about. Um, I'm just kind of racking my brain about this one. Well, and I'm just wondering too, like there's got to be huge identifying factors. I I don't know. Well, and with red flags of anorexia being the isolation, obviously I would assume that it would be someone who's constantly avoiding uh, going to dinners and things like that. Avoiding dinner. Oh, I already ate, but I'll still go with you. Oh, and then just not eat. And then just not eat. um, But they didn't really eat and they sit there. They obsess about food, but not eat it. Um, yeah. Well, so some of the signs that I'm seeing here are um, dramatic weight loss, clearly. Abnormal blood counts. Obviously, you're not going to know that if they're a stranger. Right. Insomnia, yeah. dizziness, or oh, fainting like you talked about. Oh, insomnia is a real about. big one. Yes. Yeah. Dizziness, uh, like, you know, not knowing where you are. Um, hair that thins, yeah. breaks, or falls out. Sure. Um, loss or absence of menstruation. Osteoporosis, really? Yeah, because um, your body fat gets under 12% and you can't support reproduction. Well, and I think these are the bigger parts that someone who doesn't necessarily know the person that will would be able to see. So like preoccupation or obsession with weight, food, calories, and dieting, fear of gaining weight, denial of hunger, excessive exercise. Yes. I mean, and that's so dangerous too, because it is absolutely like an addiction to not eating because then what you're literally running yourself into the ground Sure. because, um, what's her name? Karen Carpenter. That's Mm -hmm. how she died Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was from anorexia because she literally was just not willing to eat. Right. So that's that's very scary. Really so scary. so when someone starts to see those signs, what are your thoughts on ways that maybe one could approach that type of person without obviously offending oh. them to like go into deep isolation? Hey, telling somebody they got to do something is not the way, obviously. They have to be. Um, I was on a call about alcohol awareness with the VA, the Veterans Administration. Um, alcohol awareness. It's, uh, I, would, I would start by getting them what's called a motivational interview. How motivated are they to really identify what's going on with them? It, you address the mental 
the mental issue before you address their physical appearance. Oh, okay. Yeah, you avoid anything that has to do with their physical appearance because that will mess their head up even more. You go with, hey, what's bothering you? Was something going on with work, your relationship, you know? And then suggest maybe some uh, counseling or some therapy. And, and, And now, you know, circle back to what you were saying. It's not cliche to go get therapy. Be like, hey, have you talked to somebody about this? You know, right. being able to approach, and maybe it's just not your business. Yeah, this is true, too. It's not your business. Like, all these people bagging on tests, mind your business. Yeah. Mind at, your business. At least she's coming public with it. H- hallelujah. Yes, at least you're talking about God, it. Mind your business. I just, well, and I think that is a big part of it, too. But I think a lot of people do have good intentions when it comes to trying to address it. I know clearly when people were trying to tell me, um, do you think that you're drinking a lot? Yeah, and it's on purpose. Back off. Right. So it was like, I'm not done. Right, I'm not done. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, clearly I'm not ready to address it or get help. But yeah. there are some, I think, that... and. You know, I think it's important to position it that way. The thought process should be, okay, let's talk about maybe because you seem lonely or because you're constantly avoiding people, not, well, you're looking really skinny. Yeah, never ever <laughs> yeah. really skinny because you can also skinny shame. Some people can eat and they try to work out. I'm glad you brought up that term. A gay, lot of people don't know that that's a weight. thing too. Oh, you're looking really gaunt today. Your cheekbones are sticking out. You're like, why do you think it's okay to say that to somebody who's fit and skinny? Yeah. Versus, I mean, you still mind your business. Stop coming commenting on people's bodies. Period. Well, and I done end of story. I think that's great too because there is Except someone in else. Private, you can talk shit. Another friend of the show, <laughs> and she gets it all the time that people are like, "Do you eat anything?" Oh, and it's like she's gosh. she's solid in her yes. mentality, so she's good. But there's a lot that are not. So for someone to hear that twenty times a day, God, do you eat anything? Do you, you could skinny shame that person into something wrong? Do you? I would I would throw it back on and be like you eat too much every day. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm you eat enough for the both of us. You eat enough for the both of us. <laughs> so no, I'm, really, I'm cutting back. God, people are so rude. Yes, they really are. All right, so we're gonna go really? ahead and take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Walking around some kind of lonely cloud. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Makes me shout. Welcome back. So we were talking about anorexia and now let's talk, let's move right on in to bulimia. So bulimia clearly would be the polar opposite of that in a sense to where the solution for that person in that mental state would be to go ahead and eat whatever, but then binge and purge, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's binging and purging. Um, It is another form of body dysmorphia and it is another mental illness so to speak i don't love the word mental illness i hate that so much i know but, but it's, it's a mental it's a it it's is a, it's a so yeah. what i was wondering though is and i clearly in your opinion since and i know this, you're not running harvard studies but right. in your opinion do you think that there are more people suffering from one than the other not necessarily because a lot of people don't have not come out about their anorexia or bulimia okay like they do with addiction. And so this um, bulimia is an emotional disorder. It's difficult, too, because I also know of people that are coping with um, eating issues or body issues by utilizing some sort of a substance to kind of keep their appetite suppressed. Sure. Yeah. So, like, they are... Meth. 
well, okay, there's that, but what's the other one? What's the other one? The cocaine. Uh, well, and oh. the prescription one. Uh, Re- isn't that not what? Ritalin, but um, Re- Adderall. 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 Yes. So I, an, uh, uh, yeah. So Adderall. I know. I know a lot yes. of oh, gosh. amazing mothers. Yeah. Who are taking their children's Adderall? Yes. At, and that's able to yes. divert. So. Oh my gosh! You just brought all this back to the forefront. Yes. Right to my forehead. So, so what are your thoughts? Oh gosh, yeah. There's, we just have this world that is. I'm really sad. It really, emotionally, it makes me really, really sad that we have to correct so much, and we have a long, long way to go with recovery of all sorts of emotional things from childhood. I'm, I'm looking at it like, oh my gosh, today, you know, my sponsor and I were driving, and. She goes, you just really have great kids. And I go, I'm just so glad I didn't fuck them up with right. all my... my I feel like there's so many people that probably feel the same God, way. I'm so glad. I'm so grateful. But but we're not in the clear of my girls becoming teenagers and maybe having body dysmorphia. We do not talk about... We do not body shame. You know, we'll poke at the youngest and be like, oh, you're skinny mini. You know, but she she's tiny. Um, right. But we'll just kind of joke so, about it, but I don't. I think I don't that's a valid point, though. How how do you, as a parent, go about making sure you're not crossing that line? Because there's a lot of kids that they end up thinking like, my friend, and this I guess is a little more direct. Her dad, when he was younger, I'm sorry, when she was younger, um, she at about 11, he got her a uh, membership to Bally's. Oh, because oh, that'll that'll mess the child up. Well, and he was yeah. thinking, he was like, well. You have too much weight on you, so I'm going to go ahead and fix that for you. He thought he was doing her a favor, quote unquote. But for the rest of her life, when I met her and got to really know her in her 20s, she was obsessed with making sure she didn't have enough or too much extra weight on her. I've heard of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, And I don't think he genuinely thought he was doing something wrong. Right. But like, it's permanent. You can't take it back. That's a lot of damage to a child. That's a lot of damage just to address their physical. Now, I do know somebody who had to really intervention on their eight-year-old who was would pour out like 500 gummies into a bowl and just start eating them and she was like i don't know what happened like i don't know why my kid does this <laughs> where did this, where did this go so wrong like, where did it go so wrong but right. it was, she was a single parent that just was exhausted from parenting sometimes and you know feed yourself and of course the child is going to go to sugar so there is a very delicate balance with right. teaching your kids about nutrients and keeping them healthy um without addressing their body image because right once again kind of like with anorexia not dealing with the body image but dealing with the mental right so the the same thing with this let's deal with your health and not with the body i mean i forced my child to be part of girls on the run because i needed her to stay physically active because of all this virtual learning i needed her to and she may resent me for it for a little bit but secretly down inside she loves being with mommy so secretly secretly i almost woke her up at six o'clock the other morning for a run well so for real that would be abuse with anorexia you said you didn't really meet a lot of people or know a lot of people dealing with that what Mm -hmm. about with bulimia have you known anyone to struggle with this yes that's actually so in my practice in what i have done it's more bulimia and there's small micro bulimic Activity. It's like, oh, you know, even when people have cheat meals, mm-hmm. if you think about what you do on a cheat meal, you're you gorging. binge, yeah. you gorge, and then you're not throwing it up, right? Um, but you are gorging, and you're and feeling like, terrible about it later. Terrible about it later, yep. and you're yep. mess with your mental. So, um, eating habits that are 
yo-yo diets are kind of on the verge kind of on the verge and mentally of, toxic and mentally toxic yes, yes. i think it's unfortunate That's um more, yeah you're correct that is more often than so, anorexia. i don't know a lot of people who have the willingness to not eat because i can't go more than I, like I'm gonna eight say, hours at the risk of towing that line yeah. i sometimes wish that was my issue but i know right. that that's a mental <laughs> illness issue but i would love to be able to just not eat forego eating for a while because <laughs> i do a lot of it what's for dinner guys exactly we have hamburgers from the country club and no it's not a country club we're a member of cody's the chef there <laughs> so y'all got some burgers yes they're over there because we are eating people in this house that's time. for real i just i really uh did yeah. you ever even when you were younger actually have an eating disorder issue at all no, or no. a body dysmorphia mm-hmm. issue at all i had um i was hypoglycemic or i was uh anemic okay anemic um, yeah, which is mom, very different. Which is very different. <laughs> but I was always hungry because I was always on the go. I was a dancer. I was an athlete. And um, I know I was going to say she was a ballet dancer. I was a ballet dancer. And ballet, not, not the belly. Pole until I was twenty-two. So. Exactly. But that's that's how a high good class foundation. Works. I'm just kidding. I never did that. I couldn't go upside down. It set, a, it set a good foundation. It set a good foundation. <laughs> for my future yeah so uh, what i do think that a lot of people don't think about is the some of the things you can tell so clearly you're gonna see someone um one of the things they flag here eating large quantities of food followed by some type of compensatory behavior well purging can also be if they take a bunch of laxatives Mm. to get it out quicker Okay. So people think binging and purging has to be throwing throwing up. up. It's not actually. Okay. It can be one of either. Okay. Throwing up or taking taking tons of laxatives. Didn't even think about that. And then yeah, and then getting it out the the back way. We might have to talk off the air about (laughs) that option. (laughs) Take your magnesium, bud. Um, I am taking. What was that thing once again? Probiotic. Yes. I am taking that. And trust good. me, it's doing things. Is it good? Yay. Some people it won't. Some people it won't make a difference. It's all trial and error. There's a lot of motion happening. Um, the next thing is that's that... What we call a bowel movement. Yeah. We'll, the we'll, nurse term. We'll go ahead and claim that's what it is. It doesn't feel like that all the time. It feels like I'm paying my for something used, I did wrong. My mom always used to say BMs. You have a BM oh, today? Well, my but mom's a nurse. Nurse. Yes. 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 She said BM. I was like, mom, stop it. If your mother was a nurse, you, you know. might have known what a BM was. Exactly. Did you BM today? Oh, God. That's so unfortunate. My mother did not do that, but she did say BM all the time. Oh, gosh. I ask my kids all the time. I'm like, did you poop today? It is important to ask. I'm actually very concerned about their digestion because it can affect. um, So we don't address the body stuff. We affect like how they're feeling, Mm -hmm. like their stomach. If their stomach hurts, my oldest suffers from migraines pretty bad. And we've Mm. nailed it down to a little bit of the... Yeah, so you can address that as a parent, but not shame them for how they feel. Right, which is important. Accept how they feel and work on it. Right. Right. I think it's important to note that, too, because there's a lot of times where it can be a misfire (laughs) if you go about it the wrong way. So it's important to bring that up. Um, Another thing I do know, I have, um, there's someone else we know that her son, and I had experienced this with another friend's child, that they were so severely dehydrated and they were young that when they went to go to the bathroom, they were pushing so hard that it hurt. Mm -hmm. And then they were petrified to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Yes. So got to make sure those kids are getting some fucking water. Yes, I said it. Water. So make sure. (laughs) 
high quality H2O. Yes. The next thing I did want to say before we go on to our next break is besides the obvious things of like social withdrawal, over exercise and those kinds of things, because of all the acidity, if they are binging and purging, dental. 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 Yeah. And your esophagus. Yes. Yeah. So start early onset like Barrett's esophagus where you have like the acid reflux and all of that. It can um, eat at your esophagus and it's bad. It's not good. It's not good at all. So just remember, Mm. yeah, dental's Mm -hmm. the big one. Mm -hmm. The front teeth. I'm telling you people Mm -hmm. that acidity is no joke. It is. So I've seen it and I've Mm -hmm. seen people and knew that they had to get their front two teeth fixed because it was literally eroding them. Gone. All that acid. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back. So we were just wrapping up talking about two massive eating disorder issues, and we're going to move back. We're kind of circling back to what we talked about in the last episode, but in a different way. So one of the things I did want to bring up is suicide, suicide prevention, awareness, and that sort of thing. But also, with the pandemic, there's been a lot of a resurgence in numbers. A lot of numbers have spiked with suicide, domestic issues, child suicide, substance abuse. To me, when you start saying that it made a lot of sense so when it comes to these number one what's one of the first things you wanted to talk about here so really this getting back to normal after this pandemic i think we're realizing that maybe the effects of covid were far greater not with the residual effects or long-term you know heart effects or this but uh people's mental health yes it was a hundred percent we're like oh shoot child suicide went up because they had to stay home and do virtual school right then kids had to stay home with their abusive parents and child abuse went up i totally i remember (laughs) when someone said that i didn't even think about that yes i actually said this way early on i said that domestic abuse and alcoholism will go up and henceforth why i am in recovery yeah, I just think it's insane, though. I didn't think about the fact that there's children out there that it was like, school's safer, my escape. It's safer at school for some of these children. And, and now they, they have to go home yes. to wretched family life. Well, and, and then the parents in some of these cases were right. using school as the babysitter. Right. So now the kid is just in the way to them. And some of these children and being are treated as by such. themselves. And now kids are home. We're going to probably see a little bit of teen pregnancy here, here coming up. Probably. I didn't because think about that either. children are, or, or teens are unsupervised. They're at home and they're doing, you know. Yeah, their the parents, parents are, are like, at well, school, just stay at home. Work. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. A lot of experimenting and we're going to maybe see teen pregnancy rates go up. I think that's actually pretty valid as well. Another thing I didn't really think about. It's It's interesting, though, too, because one of the things I definitely did think about was, so people that were already slightly uncomfortable with going out in public and being forced into realizing maybe being a recluse is not the answer, sure. they all of a sudden were then given the option to have their dreams come true. They're like, great, I have to stay home? Yeah. So now that we're back in, okay, you need to come back out. And they're like, no, 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 
I'm good. Because I'm, I'm scared. I, 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 I'm yeah, I don't want to get COVID. I'm I don't want to get COVID. So I'm good. Yeah, there's a fear. Yeah. And I just think that's unfortunate because people who were probably making leaps and bounds yeah. of success forward are now went right on back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that too. Um, when it comes to suicide prevention, I know a lot of people don't necessarily know, especially, and I'm horrendously guilty of, I make jokes that I shouldn't make. I will not specify what they are, but I make jokes I should not make about myself. So people, you know, for me, that's a little different, but what are some things and some signs to look for that maybe someone is serious about not feeling like they want to be here anymore? What would you say are some red flags for that? I think with adults, it's not so obvious. Okay. children... Um, one, one thing that happened within the last two months was the child actually said out loud and that's where the red flag is. So there was a child that I had was in my, my care. I would say I was coaching her and, um, said out loud, but adults, you won't know anything's wrong. All of a sudden they'll have a depressive state. And most of the time they go from depression to, uh, super productive, super happy going out, outgoing, going out with their friends and then they're gone. Right. That happens a lot. Well, and I think a lot of people at one point in their lives or another have had that fleeting thought Mm -hmm. for those, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. that are normal, because I hate that word, but okay, normal thought is, you know, you... You're, you had a bad day or maybe it's like been a bad six months and you're like, oh, if I didn't wake up, it wouldn't be the worst thing. But that's mm-hmm. one frame of mind. Sure. Whereas then there's people that begin the process. And I think it's a lot of times unbeknownst to them of planning. And I've heard as well that some people don't understand why they're on this earth. And I heard somebody in one of our rooms that um, just resents being alive every day. He doesn't know why he was born. Right. And if you don't find your purpose in this world, you don't have anything to keep going. Right. You know, and luckily this person has a child, so he has something to live for. But God, if there weren't, weren't that, I think he would probably contemplate suicide a little bit more. It's just tough to tell when somebody's uh, actually yeah. in that frame of mind. I know one of the things that, so there's this list here and it shows, you know, like if people talk about killing themselves, feeling hopeless, have no reason to live, like these to me seem pretty obvious, but I think some of the other ones are feeling trapped, yep. unbearable pain. Sure. Like, I guess... If someone was talking to me about, like, I just feel so trapped or talking about their pain, I wouldn't necessarily link that to, like, oh, you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but, just like, oh, well, there's a way out. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, have a good night. I'll talk to you in the morning. Mm, you know, but I wouldn't link those either. Yeah, but there's some mm-hmm. people that as soon as they start talking about that, it's like, why don't we maybe trained. hang out? Well, Again, we're not trained. I honestly don't think I was trained to necessarily handle this one child, but I had had a lot of experience and how to resource where where are the resources how do i communicate with her um caregiver that she is having some issues today and we need to address it now well and for those that are listening um and as we're talking if you are hearing some things that are red flag indicators for you an excellent resource is a fsp.org and that is the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention yes. and you can also text if you don't want to call them talk t a l k to 741741 so there's some options there just so that way yeah cuz like you said and i think it's important to point that out we're not experts, we're not experts. and nobody mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. who better to talk to well you know there was a time and um we'll maybe spend a, a moment on this go ahead sorry to throw you off but we uh my 
it's coming up on the six year anniversary of my brother's death. Okay. And he was in a state of major depression, Mm -hmm. had afflictions, had addictions. And I mean, to this day, I really don't know if he purposely overdosed. Right. You know, I I think a lot of people can't ever really tell that, right? Suspicious if that were the thing. And it's really, you know, he was never happy in this world he was never happy in this world if if anybody asked me they were like hey how's drew doing while he was alive i'd be like i don't know man he wrote an email and it just was Mm. like don't call me or invite me anywhere unless there's a wedding or a funeral and i'd be like oh god he would peace out and then come back and then get sober and then go back and it was like this for years 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 and you know thought i was a twin of his in a past life and drowned him in a fountain he had these wild fan or wild imagination um mm-hmm. and, and beliefs truly truly believed that jesus was the only one who to go to heaven it was weird anyway um but now clearly mentally unstable mentally unstable i right. was seriously and and my parents tried to get him in intervention my dad was mm-hmm. on the way down there yeah to go on a backpacking trip with him for four days to mount mitchell mm-hmm. and he died the Friday before my dad could get there. One thing I found healing with in a scenario that I was involved with because I was younger and I had a friend that I had just met and we had gotten really close and I was basically put in the position at the time to kind of get to know him because he was newly coming out mm-hmm. and his family was kind of on the fritz about it. Sure. They weren't trying to like close him out, but they just didn't know how to handle it. Sure. And so... Um, a mutual friend ended up reaching out, and so I did. You know, we started talking whatnot. Anyways, a couple months went by. I didn't hear from him. And then I noticed his truck wasn't at his job when I came back from New Year's, and I asked him. That's when I found out he had shot himself. Mm-hmm. And I just remembered, like, I knew him. And, like, I'd seen him, mm-hmm. and then I had these missed calls from him. Yeah. So I had voicemails oh, God. and that yeah. I didn't know, and yeah. I felt immediately guilty. But sure. I think one of the important things... For people to find healing you with. You prevent somebody no. else's suicide. No. They're going to do it if they want to do it. And that's what he did. And you never I, ever feel guilty for somebody else's suicide. I felt like that for a long time. It wasn't necessarily like I could have absolutely that. have stopped it, but right. I felt like, what if? What, what if? if? Done. Yeah. So, but uh, in order to move forward, you have to let that thought process go. Sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I think it's important to point that out, too. But um, as far as the rest of these go, I think that... Another key factor that a lot of people are wanting, like you said, mm-hmm. for everything to kind of go, quote unquote, back to normal yeah. is because these numbers are way too high. Like they were already high enough. Now right. they're even higher oh, and people are hoping they'll come back yeah. down yeah. and people can find some healing. We're at the point where this pandemic has gone on long enough with the fear that people's mental health is breaking down so badly, that's our next public health problem it's not the disease it's going to be addressing the mental, mental health illness from the pe- public or from the pandemic and i go pandemic oh ptsd right it's a real it's actually a real thing yeah. i you know i i went into my recovery during the pandemic and i um i'm just thankful that it didn't get you know put by the wayside i'm addressing mental health every day with myself and my family and um it's work it's work and willingness totally understand well i appreciate you once again sitting down and remembering to just trust me okay have a good night we'll be back for the entertainment segment thanks (laughs) 